Here you go. Welcome back to A Fine Time for Healing, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. I think we all have a curiosity about dolphins. Um, there's just something about them that we can relate so well to. And I think we're fascinated. Uh, just knowing that they're mammals, but they're living in the water. And um, But I don't know that we know that much about them. And today we're going to be talking about dolphin consciousness, believe it or not. And we have with us Daniela Booman, who is a Swiss native based in California. She's a corporate consultant, international teacher, transformational speecher, life coach, and evolutionary consciousness guide. Her insights and teachings open new pathways for change, helping individuals tap into their spiritual potential and foster greater unity on earth. Welcome, Daniela. Thank you so much, Randy. It's so wonderful to be on your show today. It's wonderful to have you. So let's just dive in. All right. So first of all, we're going to be talking about... Um, the dolphins like that. They like that a lot. They like when you dive in. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's so funny. Okay. So we're going to be talking about her book. It's always hard to get the right... Okay. Gliding you home. Gliding you home. There it is. Okay. So, Daniela, what is dolphin consciousness? Dolphin consciousness. Well, first of all, let's take a look at what is consciousness to start out with, right? So, consciousness is uh, a way of how the earth in herself and humanity evolves, right? So, it's knowledge, but it's much more than knowledge. It's understanding it's a perception it's the culmination of wisdom and um in in particularly in regards to the con to the dolphin consciousness of eons of time right because they have been with us for so long hence they are the keepers of of the of infinite ancient wisdom and intelligence that really has not been revealed before, right? So dolphin consciousness is an incredible culmination of understanding that doesn't just encompass the past, but the present and the future of where possibilities reign for us to go as humanity and as they have chosen... For those with the hearts to be open, the ears to hear, and the eyes to see, to lead us and guide us on a joyful, transformative journey. Now, someone who has a hard time with the consciousness of dolphins and how you were able to tap into that would think, oh, did she go swimming with the dolphins? How did she connect with this? So what happened? So what happened was I had a um, having 
when you go uh, on a on a consciousness level as as a human being when we evolve imagine when you evolve onto different levels of understanding right if you go back to the um uh, the the first um humans on earth they had a different consciousness than we have now right Mm -hmm. so if you if you look at that and um you know and just like a pilot if you want to go higher right you have to take the plane and you have to you have to be able to get to those next stages in flight right and Mm -hmm. just that also affects the nervous system of the human. It can cause what's called ascension symptoms, physical symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, at the time, was experiencing a lot of physical symptoms and nervous system disturbances. So mm-hmm. I was experiencing a lot of nerve pain. And I pretty much had reached my limit in within that nerve pain of being able to manage and regulate that pain and um now i've been on this journey for a long time in one way or another but you know for me to say that is kind of it really was like i don't know what else to do it 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 was just too much and so literally i was sitting on the couch and i was just allowing myself to completely let go And as I did, I dropped into the consciousness of the dolphins and they dropped into mine. And it literally felt like I was going down and down and down and down, like I was spiraling down. But it wasn't hard. It was soft. It was loving. And it was like it was like I ever knew it would be. And they sort of picked me up and showed me a whole nother world and consciousness and understanding. And so they literally elevated just like if you were to take a plane, right? If you're, you know, pilots have to go through different levels and how high they can fly or if they're taking a helicopter or a turbo or whatnot. And so they they were taking me through these different levels and and showing me a, a totally different world from which. I never returned in the same way. And it was very loving. It was very, uh, very, very palpable. And it was very um, joyful simultaneously. That must have been so exciting for you. It, it was very exciting, but it was also when I came back from that experience. Now, for those of you that meditate, um, it's it wasn't like a meditation. It was literally I slipped to the other side. Yeah. So there's very it's very different. So when I came back, it was um, actually a very startling experience. It um, it was like you come back and you're like. <laughs> Now this is all we got here. Like it, it was very startling. It it um it took me about a year to assimilate and adjust what I had experienced because when we release resistance, um or as much ego resistance as possible, you know, we go into the next phase of evolution, which can be either death or you know, a near death experience. Okay. So um, it took me a little while to simulate that, but but even even at that at the beginning it was definitely very exciting. Yeah, it sounds really exciting. 
Did you know prior to this that there was such a thing as dolphin consciousness? Um, I did know about the dolphin consciousness, um, but but not to that degree. I mean, when they were insisting that I would start writing and putting this information in into the written word, I was like, "You want me to do what? You know, I'm a life and career coach. You know, like I work with corporate people. You want me to do what?" And and um, so. I've always been someone, though, that's felt very connected to Mother Earth mm -hmm. and her people and her creatures and mammals. And so I'm, I'm a very interconnected being uh, in many ways. And so right from the get-go, uh, they were talking, they were repeating the same words. You know, the book is going to be about interconnected, interrelated, uh, interwoven communication. And it's interesting, when I first opened the book, I thought it was going to be poetry because it's written sort of like poetry. Why did you do that? So they are wanting the human to slow down. Exactly. They are wanting the human to slow down their thinking. So, and also disrupt the normal pattern of how the brain works so when you read one line right the slow down and deep search now you got to go to the next line of moving more than skin deep beyond the hecticness of what appears to us as erratic life will be essential and the shuffling so they each word they go to the next so they work with rhythm they work with flow. They work with creation. So there's a lot that happens within the book when you're actually reading it. That's, that's very interesting. So, yeah, so that that was actually, um, I want to read that um, because I want to talk about it. Um, the slow down and deep surge of moving more than skin deep beyond the hecticness of what appears to us as erratic life will be essential and the shuffling reorienting process will become more of a day-to-day -day experience as you are learning to create a different pace from which you perceptively think, conceive, move, and materialize into being. Okay, and that's, I guess that's basically what you're saying what is happening to humanity well the rhythms are are pretty much thrown off at this point you know um as you can see the uh, nature you can you know if you watch nature sometimes you see certain um species of birds in in one area and they really should be in a different area everything is sort of is sort of thrown off right mm -hmm. and of course part of that it's you know, the divine, it's the, um, what's the saying? It's the um, organized chaos in some way, right? It's the organized chaos. And so, again, it's all about the disruption of the old rhythm. Because just like the brain, when you're trying to establish a new habit within 33 days and you're doing something over and over and over, you're starting to create new neurons, neuro, new pathways, and then the brain will remember that, right? So 
the, the in terms of the rhythm again, our rhythm is changing. And of course, the folks that are fighting it the most are going to have the more the most struggle, right? Because even the way we're doing things are changing. Like I just said earlier, being the life mastery coach, speaker, working with a corporate audience. Also, you want me to do what? You want me to write this right. book? Okay. Um, everybody's going to think I'm crazy. Yes. <laughs> But but it's it's about really listening to the call of the soul and to develop the courage and the bravery to listen to that rhythm, to that drum, where you can take that deep breath and you can drop into the seat of your soul from which you can then direct your life independently of your position, whether you're in the corporate world or whatnot. Dolphins are not worried about roles or positions. They're more concerned about the the unity. I think we can all feel the change happening um, and people who happen to be um, energetically sensitive are probably feeling it the most right now. There's people that maybe feel it and don't understand what they're feeling. They just don't feel well. Um, But on the next page, 200, it says it is through the thick of your fatigue and exhaustion, especially if you're falling back to the same old way where you start to surrender the pressure cooker of the old preconceived notions and patterns of how you may think you have to still be human, subconsciously coerced by others, afraid you're breaking out of the old matrix, how you think you have to act, whereby adjusting your behavior. Okay. There's a lot, there is a lot of fatigue and exhaustion in in the human race what are they saying here so they're saying that what what do you think they're saying well it's it's the it's an adjustment it's through the changes through the discomfort that we are actually evolving as a species Right. right So that we can expect to feel these ways, which is not exciting news um, for most people because we don't want to feel weird. We don't want to feel off. We don't want to feel tired and um, worn out all the time. Right. But to know that there is a purpose for this and it's going somewhere, I think that's really important. And it's moving out of the automated thinking it's moving out of out autopilot into presence and the dolphins flow they're always in the flow so you can't be in the flow and be in the future or in the past and as 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 a people as humanity we often create the present out of a past present reality out of the past not out of the present so it, it is absolutely essential that that pressure cooker wears us in some ways down. Of course, to what extent is up to us? To what extent we allow that? There's always free will. 
but it's oftentimes unfortunately not possible in any other way. Just like a job, right? If somebody is at a job and they keep complaining about the same job for five years, eventually they will get fired probably and or, you know, they will choose to make a change. But oftentimes it's not until the pressure is intense enough for us to transform, right, and to turn from the caterpillar into the butterfly. And I know that um, the communication that you had was meant for us, for humanity, for keepers of the earth. Um, did they say what it was like to be them? Yeah, they did. They, even though that wasn't their focus, they did, particularly at the beginning of, because they're really here to serve as, as, as the guides in, in this journey. But they did um, use examples, I think it's in the, in the beginning parts of the book, where they're talking about how they also have to adapt when they are suddenly kept in, in, when they're kept in captivity or family members are in a different location than where they are, mm -hmm. they have to adapt to that situation. And, but not just adapt to, this is where I'm at right now and I'm stuck, but to again, evolve and go to that next level. So of course that is not that's not that easy at times for them either. But their focus is always on uh, the bringers of the uh, present state, flow state, and uh, the creativity and the manifestation that flows from, from it. Right. So it's for them, it's even within that, they are saddened at the circumstances that they had to endure in zoos or different in, in captivity. And yet even at that, they don't fight against it. They don't push against it. They go with it. They go wow. with it. Even, even at that, now they feel very deeply and they're a very community, they're very familial, they're very protective of, of their, their tribe, so to speak, if I want to use our, our terms, uh, but they will evolve again with that and flow with it. Mm -hmm. That is a very unique trait that they have, that they will adapt and continue to their evolution is very broad. This is so wonderful. Um, so when you, um, so obviously they dictated this book to you and um, because the messages are here that we're supposed to get, how did it feel for you? Were you intuiting it? Were you hearing it? How did you receive this? Um, for me, it was, um, so it's a little bit to their personality. They're very, um, they're dynamos. They're absolute dynamos. They have an incredible um, fortitude in their presence. And they're very joyful and deliberate. And yet they are also very directive, they're very intense. 
in many ways, and yet they're very joyful. And I think that's probably a reason why they picked me. Because <laughs> we think we maybe <laughs> share those traits a little bit. <laughs> but um but with that said, um what was your question again? <laughs> How did you receive the information? Oh yeah. So um I received the information uh, very, very, it was very, a very intense process. Basically, I would, um, I started uh, communicating with my editor. And so she goes, well, just start writing the first, start writing the first uh, chapter. And so uh, what I did is I sat down and I channeled the information. I basically got the outline for the whole book in the first sitting. And I send it back to her. She's a very experienced uh, editor. And uh, she replied back saying, well, looks like you got the whole outline, smiley face. Um, and so that's pretty much how it went. I felt them. I heard them. Uh, I sensed them. Um, and it's, it was a very um, intense experience. It, it really shook me in many ways to my core because they moved through me with such a fortitude. And so there were times where I had to stop channeling them because their, their energy was so intense. And there was times where being um, hypersensitive energetically I became even more sensitized mm. and I was telling them, I was saying that to them and they were telling me, isn't it wonderful? You can see the colors even brighter and you can see this even better. And, and I'm like, yeah, it is, except I live on planet earth. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so it was, it was, it took a lot of doing for me physically. It took quite a bit out of me to go to that elevation because it's like working with them. It's like, you know, they 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 they're not for the faint of heart in that way, so to speak. Okay. Yes. Did they call themselves the dolphins, or did they have another uh, name for their consciousness? I call them my posses. Yes. Okay. The big, the big kahuna of the dolphins that would talk to me. That's kind of like the big kahuna. So there is a big kahuna. Is there like a god of the dolphins or is it the same um, source that we have? Is there a god for the dolphins or is it the same source? I don't know that they have a, a god as the god is the light of consciousness that they transition through, that they shuffle through, almost like the waves okay. when you see them on the ocean. And they are constantly adapting and evolving and changing. Mm -hmm. So their, their God would be to be in tune with the rhythm and flow of the earth. Right. Is that, and, and so, would, so when you say the big kahuna, where is the big kahuna or is this just a big kahuna consciousness, not necessarily a big kahuna physical dolphin? It is the consciousness. Okay. Well, it, it's the consciousness, but it is actually both. Oh, okay. So they, there is one. Yes. Is the leader. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that leader is able to communicate with dolphins everywhere? 
Yes, they all feed from the same source. So they're not divided in the sense that we are, you know, like that we look, we would look at a, uh, a, a system. Okay, so interesting. Um, and a lot of the things that I highlighted are really things we're talking about, like, um, this quickening of our vibration and um, the consequences of how it's going to feel in our work and life environment, uh, that that's all going to fall apart. It's not going to withstand old structures, as they say, upon which your society, society and its infrastructure and your very life has been built. This is a hard concept for us to understand. Can you simplify it or not? Would you? I can't. I probably can. Can you read just a little bit more for the audience sure. and for mm -hmm. me? Yeah. Thank you. The structure has been built. It's page um, 206 and 207. Okay. The structure has been built on a system of control and empowerment of only a few for the love of power and not for the power of love. It is not serving the greater whole. And most of you were not privy or part of the mixing of these unequal currency trades. As everything has an energetic currency signature and upon which waters you have been served. So they're saying that this structure, which we assume is reality, um, and it's how we've adapted to function, um, is going to sort of fall away. Yes. So, exactly. And so we're, in many ways, your consciousness is going to determine whether you are a, a dummy in that structure. I'm saying that in quotation. <laughs> um, or what... Or, meaning automated and you think you're making your actual decisions versus you are actually determining your reality and you are consciously enacting who you are, who you are becoming, what you're doing next. You are, con you are a conscious, deliberate creator versus just enacting a play, a play in which you you are acting out, but you know falsely assuming that that's the role that you have chosen. And so, and then they go on to say on page two twelve, you will need to be willing to step out of your own way, and surrender what you thought you were, and let go of your old forced states of doing and being you and your life and your work and your relationships. This is no longer about reprocessing, which is another way of keeping you status quo and stuck on the old infinity matrix. So not everybody will be willing, right? Yes, not everyone will be willing, but everyone will one way or another, have to find a new alignment, right? So it doesn't, everyone is on the journey. Everyone is in the ocean of life, in their own consciousness. If you imagine everyone has their own ocean of consciousness, 
right? Well, well, for some, you know, it, everything is conflicting like this, all the viewpoints, the limiting beliefs. And right. the more we end up or you end up aligning with what feels right. So you can intentionally create your reality, the more you are going to flow within this new flow state versus forced state. So it's not about making it more complicated than what it is. But of course, there's always those folks that may be very gullible right? Believing everything that's happening everywhere all the time, or what the government talks about all the time in every area. And I'm not making this political in any way, shape or form. It's about looking at what is happening. Where are we in the mix, right? Who is throwing in colors? You know, what political party is doing what? what? What's the government mixing and blending? And to what extent are we part of that or not? Right? There have been many things that have been kept from us um, that are now coming out. So uh, the conspiracy, conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. However, they're very clear. Their role is not, per se, to get involved in all of that. Or taking even sides within all of that but to bring but to shake up the ocean enough to bring us back let's let's go over here let's go right that is and then eventually even you know okay now we got this one coming back in too high (laughs) it's it's right it again it's it's all in it's in it's in the flow it's not about fighting even political positions it's it's way above that because when your consciousness pivots, you can you can your entire change life can change in a moment's time. Very true. I think, like I said earlier, we're all feeling the change. We just don't understand it. Um, and as beings of logic. It, this is maddening. <laughs> Trying yes. to make sense out of yes. complete nonsense is, yes. is maddening. And it's, it sort of really loosens your grip on what you believe because there, there's nothing, we're losing the ability to hold on to what we used to hold on to, right? So it's nice to understand and, um, we should be very grateful to the dolphins for giving us this wisdom that there is a we're moving into something else and it will be even better um that gives us hope i think we need to know that this not is not all for nothing yes beautifully said and there's that's beautifully said randy thank you um, the the part there is actually what you just said reminds me of this um, part in the book called losing losing your mind right because that is a part of the process you know where you are feeling like you lo- you are losing your grip and that is actually what happened to me um, I've always been uh, from a very early age um, a pursuer of human uh, growth potential. Um, that was just just the ultimate passion. I always felt like 
we're doing this much and we really have so much that we can be part of. Um, and in terms of our intelligence, again, but intelligence is very different than consciousness. Consciousness is endless. And so, you know, when I went through this process, there was a lot of things that I had to reevaluate. And then I realized I couldn't even reevaluate them anymore because they just didn't fit anymore. So your your term losing your grip is pretty much it. So you you did kind of felt feel like you're losing your mind and it creates a dissonance and a distortion between what you well, I was that bad of a thinker, you know, and then and then creates this distortion that is it's within even the cells of of your consciousness of your body that is changing. And the rate they're vibrating is changing. And so it creates this dissonance you can't explain. Mm -hmm. You've experienced it. Yes, exactly. Can we tap into this? Into? Dolphin consciousness. Sure. Anybody can. Anybody anybody can tap into dolphin consciousness. Absolutely. Okay. They just have happened to pick me. To, to do this work because you know for some reason they think I'm a flower of energy so okay but anybody can tap into so what they explained to me at the beginning was one of the reasons why they were working with me was obviously who I am as as a human, as a spirit, and where I've evolved into my, in my within my own um, consciousness and evolution. But um, they needed someone that could hold the multiple concepts mm-hmm. with the grip of their their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual selves, because that's how they are. They are vast, right? But independently of that and so because they were interweaving so many concepts as you have the book nancy there it's very um there's a lot of information a lot of teaching but anyone really can tap into the spirit of the dolphin consciousness by allowing them to move into a relaxed state and then inviting them into into their life to guide the journey, um, to, to start to take over and guide the journey for them. So from from that place, that's going to allow you to move past just you know dolphins, but you are actually starting to see the bigger picture of who they are. Right. Have they been trying to? Um, advise us, um, help our species. Have they been trying all these, you know, thousands of years? And um, and if so, have they contacted other people? And has anyone else shared this mess- these messages? Of course, they would be different at another time, right? Right. 
Um, they have held the the and actually the very the very first uh, part of uh, here they go I think where I talk about how I you know the poem at the very beginning um, Randy they talk about that uh, they've been the keepers of uh, of this wisdom for for a very long time. Um, they I don't think that they shared the information. With and this particular information with anyone else, um, not not that they that they shared with. But they have shared with folks about their their information <coughs> and the wisdom that they're sharing. However, like I mentioned, you have to be able to hold their energy. It's it, that was probably the biggest challenge for my human body to hold their energy as I was writing down and it is their book I I, I refer to it as that many and they say well it's your book it's our book I'm like well no it's your book (laughs) (laughs) but um So I so they you can contact them, but this is this information is not in in, in any other place but here. Okay. If we are if we are near a dolphin and we are talking to them, do they understand us? Do you know? I think they um they, yes they read our vibration. Okay. So they read our vibration, just like a, a radio station. You know, whether you're a hard rock or you're 99 or you're 94.4 the wave or or you're the classical. You know, you're like they read vibration of the vibration of joy. You know, like they, joy has a certain vibration. Um, the the vibrate there's multiple obviously if you take all the different feelings right I work through the feelings with my clients if you work through these feelings every feeling has a vibration every thought state has a vibration every consciousness state has a vibration right if you're constantly if you're dwelling more in the past or or the future and you're there's kind of a gap here in the middle there's nobody present you know so they read that yes they do read that very clearly with it's pretty much a straight line for them they can just sense that from you interesting Um, on page 216 you bring up the schumann resonances uh, which are the measure and capture of the global electromagnetic resonances generated and excited by lightning discharges in the earth's cavity formed by the earth's surface and ionosphere Okay, so put that into words um, that we can understand. The Schumann's resonance, what is that? Yes, so have you ever been in a situation, Nancy, where one day you're waking up and you just feel really out of sorts? Like, it, it, there's really no reason, logically speaking, um, you know, you're not necessarily upset or depressed or there's nothing really happening in your work life. You're just, you're just feeling off. Right. So, again, going back to my beautiful Mother Earth, we all share um, living on her planet. Um, 
that human resonance is a culmination of all these vibrations and frequencies. And, you know, of course, within the Earth's cavity herself. And so we are part of that. So whether we know it or not, we, we respond to that. And so it affects us, that human resonance. So I had to come to realize a few years back ago that I got increasingly sensitive to the Schumann's resonance, that I could have a day where I would wake up and I would feel very uh, discombobulated. And that's pretty much a good word to use. I hate to admit it, but it's the truth. Where I would just feel discombobulated. And it, it, there wasn't even much I could do except trying to really center and ground myself um, and to not, you know, over-obsess <laughs> until it, again, shifted gears. So we're all affected by the Schumann's resonance on, on that, that the earth uh, cavity holds. Mm-hmm. And um, so within that, um, again, it shows us that we are a unity, that we are creating a unity one way or another way, no matter what way we want to look at it, because that's the culmination of the vibrations. Interestingly enough, um, I think that happened to me overnight and today. Because often, um, if I have someone on who's very connected spiritually or energetically or whatever, um, it often influences the show and it can influence me too. So last night, I was so off and there was no reason for it. I kept waking up. And I woke up this morning and I feel, I don't know where my center is. I really don't. Sorry. I know. I know. So thank you, Dolphins. Um, You're showing me what this feels like. I believe. (laughs) I do believe. Um, Yeah. And thank you for sharing that, because that's basically exactly what happened. So working with them literally has been they sweep in. I sweep out and (laughs) move through these the writings. And it, it all was actually when I would write you know, translating what they were. It's literally, you know, they're they're speaking and I'm just translating, okay? It, it, I barely could keep up. So, um, it, but it, it, it just shifts and changes everything. And what you thought you knew, you don't because it's already changed over here. Mm-hmm. And so it's a different, so the dolphin consciousness, as joyful as they are, they are master um, um, consciousness creators and they know how to pivot and flip and ripple and dive and spiral you know they they it, it's it's part of their flight it's part of their flight and and, and the thing that they also share they're wanting me to say is they're not attached because they know when the when the large spreads out, the pieces are going to have to find themselves to come back together. Interesting. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm like, I'm like, okay, where is the, you know, am I, am I being contacted? I don't know. Okay. Um, 
You're doing great, Randy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm tapping into something. I'm not sure what. Um. They, you talk about, um, they talk about that the most crystalline frequency. Uh, this is on page 219. Um, it says the restructuring of the new energy started quite some time ago. And when you pay attention, you feel it in a myriad of ways right inside of your body being, as you will learn more about this throughout the guide before you. Its intensity is palpable and not for the faint of heart, but loving at its core, since it has the most crystalline frequency, accelerating Earth's vibration dramatically. What is a crystalline frequency? Well, there's different, um, there's many different frequencies many more than i'm even aware of and i I claim to know so a crystalline frequency is definitely very different than um than some of the other frequencies that exist because it's much cleaner and it's much pure from which the vibrations can resonate out into the ethers of time um and so Again, all about the uh, restructuring of that new energy um, and the myriad of ways in which it affects us. Again, inside the body, the body is very much a part of that, very much part of that. And so um, paying attention when you feel a myriad of ways right inside of your body, like we were talking earlier Randy, thinking that you know what you know that you know, (laughs) and then realizing it's not so. So I'm, I'm still working with that within the work that I'm doing, because the way I used to, I'm very intellectual. And at the same time, I'm I'm very left brain, and I'm also very right brain. Okay, so that could be good. Mm-hmm. It could also be challenging. So, but point being, my le- my my left brain part of the brain, I really have been needing to restructure in terms of how I'm doing my work now with anyone I work with. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, we're taking a really practical example to when I'm working with a client or even I'm speaking. You know, it has to, it, it's coming from a different place now and I can't go back to the way I did it and I'm not quite where I want to be, even though they, they claim, I guess I am, but it doesn't feel that way to me just yet, okay. you know, you know, so it within that crystalline structure that is feeding a different vibrational pattern, it allows us then to go to that next level. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was um, very surprised um, on 221 you talk about, they talk about the COVID-19 pandemic. This is amazing. They are really with us. And yeah. so how do they explain that? <clears throat> 
Yes. So within the um, within the the pandemic, big part of what they're saying, what they're talking about there again is the shakeup, the shakeup between the love of power versus the power of love, right? And the shakeup, and again, consciousness <clears throat> being a guiding light, but what kind of consciousness? And so within within the COVID nineteen, uh, that the critical mass. Who is who is the critical mass? Whoever is watching or listening, I'm asking you: Are you part of the critical mass? Are you one that looks at your trajectory and where you're going consciously within this current state of being, or are you still working from a past state of consciousness, projecting into the future? So when you're willing to go into the present state of consciousness and to go through all it takes to move through that next level, that's where you can move from oppression, suppression, to transformation, to then um, loosening the grids of what has had a hold on you, or what you perhaps thought you were victim to. Where, go ahead. I was going to say, so they're saying basically it was a almost, I'm going to use the word stimulus because, and that's kind of funny because of stimulus money. But anyway, it was kind of a stimulus for us to sort of find our place in this. Yeah. Rather than um, just following the masses, following um, control. And for us to find our way on our own with all that going on anyway. Is that kind of what they're saying? Yes. Yes. So do you mind if I read a little bit of something? No, not at all. Your COVID-19 pandemic produced by fear primarily by those seeking foremost control and suppression over others, defying gravity and the natural law of unity, no longer permitted. And the power and the love of power instead of the power of love. This, whereby now mass control and manipulation has reached across your planet to deeply transform the unawakened, perhaps at times, as by a shrill alarm going off, demanding your attention, further further loosening up the grids for even greater reawakening and realignment for those just waking up from the dream state. Believe it was real. Functioning within their man-made 3D movie, thinking or hologram or sleeping human. With the speed of the Concorde, which was the fastest transatlantic plane, now retired, for example, eroding the old as she was flying through it. There's no comparison, however, for this aptitude and necessary restructuring of energy current upon your planet and within your human species, including Earth and the animal kingdom, for its survival and highest evolution to come back together 
as the new earth and the new human in the making. And it really did divide humanity. Really, really did. It, it, the, the stances were so opposing. Yes. And there was a lot of fear that was created. So if you're a fear-based person, um, this can really uh, dig you deeper into it. I'm not a fear-based person, <clears throat> so I never bought into the fear of it. Um, but this explains so much. It really does. Uh, <clears throat> I also wanted to ask you, I mean, it's, they're tapping into everything about us and lots of questions that we have. And um, on page 231, um, <clears throat> they talk about the plethora of vaccinations that have been created for our domesticated animals and the folks that subscribe oh, yeah. to the majority of them have in addition been altered and weakened. Much compassion paired with education is necessary in this area, not just from their human companions, but regarding veterinary study and holistic healing. Um, I believe this. Yes. I do believe this. Yes. Do, so do they, you know, I don't remember what you said in the beginning. Do they subscribe to conspiracy theory? In other words, are they saying that this is in fact a conspiracy that we need to be aware of? No, that's not what they're saying. Okay. What they're saying is that the culmination of consciousness has now reached a critical point in which it which had to be reached one way or another. And so now this is giving just enough stimulus to the people, right? Like I'm not a fear consciousness person either. I walk about my business like I always did much more careful but um, and so within it it's giving people the opportunity to really look and review but they're not necessarily about a particular political stance or this that's not that's not even how they see it they see it as part of the global mix it, which now triggered this this reaction for people to finally wake up from a certain dream state in order to to find out well is that really real or not hmm. um, they talk about um climate change on 237. This is a very controversial topic as well. They say entire ecosystems, ecosystems are collapsing, forced into deep inner and external transformation, including its inhabitants. People and animals are suffering and dying, and you are approaching mass extinction, yet you still feed the love of power, money, and control instead of the power of love. Okay. They say we're facing extinction. What do they mean by that? 
I think what they mean by that, that the way, you know, COVID-19 has shook up all of us, like I'm, I'm Swiss. So, you know, I can talk to my siblings in Europe or, or friends and relatives and find out what's been happening. I really hear both perspectives. It, it shook all of us up, right? And it really woke up different perspectives. What are you talking about? You're getting vaccinated. You're not getting vaccinated. Like, you know, I mean, it shook things up yeah. like more than anything else. And people also going against each other now versus it. So it's it's already doing the work of of unifying while it's getting rid of the disunity, you know, where who are you? Like, I personally have never been one that I don't care what political affiliation you have. As long as you let me have mine and we can respect each other, we're good. Right. And for me, this goes in every area, whether it's political or you're vaccinated or not, you know, whatever that is. So, again, you're the ability to 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 merge together as one while everything I see this funnel is filtering through and goes out. That's not supposed to be here. So, you know, there's always a choice within our extinction, you know, um, and so right now, our the evolution, really our soul is, in quotation, kicking into survival mode. Okay. Like, who is surviving, surviving here? Is it the ego? Or is it the soul? And you're going to start directing your life from the seat of your soul in the most practical ways. I'm not talking necessarily highfalutin metaphysical ways. I'm talking from day to day to day to day. <clears throat> so hence the mass extinction, it, it's always a choice. It's always, it, it depends on the critical mass choices we're going to make. But it has been determined that over the next few years still, there are some critical points that we'll be arriving at as humanity as a whole, where it's the critical masses are going to, you know, it's going to be all put together like little buckets. It's going to see what mass is where. And all of us individually are contributing to that. Every single person, you were as important, Randy, as, as somebody else. Everybody is adding to that. Every single person ripples. You know, if you if you look at the water, if you take a stone, you throw it into the water, it ripples out. Everything ripples out. So they're not necessarily worried about the extinction because they know it's going to take its flow and it's going to go whatever way it needs to go. Of course, that's their perspective. Right, that's that's their perspective. So, reading this book, is this a way for people to begin downloading this information for themselves? Absolutely. <clears throat> This book has been written in such a way also mm. with all the um, with all the beautiful drawings it has in it. Um, it's definitely been written to be a guide uh, of consciousness through your uh, evolution of, of consciousness and to help you pivot from the different states. It's 
also what they do not recommend is for you to think that you can read it from beginning to the end because it's just not going to happen but you can actually use it as an oracle if you choose to and which i didn't realize until i did it and it, it will land right on the right page um and i they recommend that that you read basically you go to whatever calls to you the most and you read that part of the book and then you kind of sit with it like at the very beginning of the book there are some steps on how to make the best use of reading this book and you and then also utilizing the information because it's meant to be uh tangible for you and um practical for you and so that's why at the very beginning these steps are are inside the book in order to help you make it integrated into your day-to-day -day life. But it's a book of hope. It's a book of joy. It does address reality as it is, as we've just talked about. So. Um, I just want to read one more passage before we end, because we're pretty much at the hour. But um, page 259, this is a great passage. As people upon your human path, you have been trained and also trained others to walk a path of resistance. Having lost your authentic, sentient confidence, feeling and meaning. And the path of resistance is always paved with lots of stones, rocks and pebbles to be thrown out in order to clear the road of eternity on your way home to your soul destiny. Yet it's not like the river finding a path of least resistance around its rocks that may seem to threaten your human life. But this position of your resistance appears to be an honorary one to take the hard road. Upon your path of incension, it is of utmost important, importance for you to internalize the principles, understanding and the wisdom that there is no glory found in the hard road. Okay. Um, this really resonates for me because I truly believe um, in giving up resistance in in most ways. I truly believe that that is that stops our flow of everything. That stops our our evolution, our personal evolution. It stops our ability to move forward in life, to grow, to change. Um, so. Um, you know, and I often use the analogy for people that don't get it, because this is this is not something everybody gets, but I often use pretend you're a fish in the ocean and go with the flow. Now, dolphins are not fish. We know this, but it's the analogy is very similar. Yes, yes, exactly. So you it's they they really wanted to make a point with that, that, you know, just keeping your nose to the grindstone, um, that that's not, there's, it's not an honorary position. And yet, as again, this is part of even the programming and how we've been raised, you know, uh, and how, how the human tends to find value is at doing that versus what calls to the soul that inspires the action into alignment and flow minus the resistance. Gotcha. 
is there going to be are they are, are you downloading more information now um i'm intentionally not <laughs> <laughs> i can understand that because um they're they're always with me uh, but if i this is going to sound funny because it's kind of like like i would talk with people but if I give them just a little leeway, you know, if I give them a finger, <laughs> that's what literally what it feels like to me, you know, and, and I love them to pieces, but it's like they, they're, they're dynamos. And so they just, you know, and again, all of this has to be translated in ways that are palpable and that can still be in, internalized and practical. And of course they leave, they leave that task up to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it comes sort of in pieces and you have to put it all together? Uh, well, no, if I were to do some more at this point, what I'm saying, mm -hmm. you know, this, I dedicated a big part of my life to writing this. But now, you know, I am working with the teachings of the book in my coaching work and my speaking work. And also, you know, together with my first book, which is High Performance Without Pain a seven step blueprint to reclaim your vibrant life and get even more done. And that was the pre prelude to this book, because that first book was actually also about letting go of resistance. Right. So um, that's why at this point, you know, I have plenty of material that I'm working with why I'm not channeling more in more material. Okay. Because like I said, I could just, take take a few minutes and they'll they'll be right there for me with they i had i have certain assignments that they are wanting me what they're wanting me to do with the work oh really yeah they gave me those assignments right from the get-go and my answer was you guys are crazy <laughs> <laughs> do they have a sense of humor oh yeah okay. they definitely have a sense of humor yeah they're they're, they're very they're playful so they're joyful, you know, okay. they're, they're playful. And so they, they definitely have a sense of humor, but um, yeah, they, they're very, like I said, they're loving, they're joyful and they're very directive. Um, they definitely have the idea of what I ought to be doing with the work. <laughs> and I keep on moving forward with it together with my other work, trying to bring it all together. Mm -hmm. So how can we visit you? What is your website? So my website is vibrantlivingnow.org. And that's .org, not .com. Vibrantlivingnow.org. And I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, on the different um, yeah, social media channels. And uh, there is plenty of information on the website uh, regarding uh, my work, my books, my coaching, my uh, uh, being a keynote speaker. So there's a lot of information right on there. The books are available on um, Audible also. The, this book I've actually um, narrated myself. Really? Which... That's uh, difficult. Have you tried? So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
-hmm. I decided not to do it. I decided to hire somebody. This is really hard to do. It is. So with my first book, High Performance Without Pain, um, I hired someone to do it. This was also a bestseller. And with my second book, um, I ended up, they, it was no, I really wasn't given a choice. So, you know, <laughs> it, it was very clear that I had to narrate this book. And okay. uh, yeah, so it is available. Um, what I actually recommend is, to have the hard copy because with this book you need the hard copy. It's available in uh, in ebook format, uh, paperback, and hardcover. Okay. Yeah. I love the hardcover because of the complexity of the book and the drawings mm -hmm. and everything. But if you read in the book and you listen to the audio, it it has a it has a it's like a double effect, double whammy, so to speak. And in the way that they have me read the book, it's very melodic. And so again, it weaves through your consciousness. Oh wow! Okay, well that sounds like a very, very um, fulfilling experience. So thank you. Oh well, Daniela, thank you so much for being my guest today. I've really enjoyed this topic, and um, I'm so happy to meet the dolphin consciousness. <laughs> Me too. They're, they're, they're. Aren't we grateful to have them? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm I'm very grateful to you, Randy, to um to to give us the opportunity to be on your podcast and to mm -hmm. to share about this. And I can tell how they did start working with you ahead of time and just from how thorough you ask your questions. And so yeah, okay. they're, they're so, very what I, so what I'm feeling is I'm really feeling okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're very happy with you on that end. Okay, good, good. I'm happy. I'm happy with them. Thank you. Thank you. Well, have a wonderful day and um, and take care. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. And I appreciate having been on your show. Okay. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye.